This podcast is brought to you by Eisner Award-winning comic book store, Legend Comics and Coffee in Omaha, Nebraska. And listeners like you, head to TwoHeadedNerd.com and click donate or check us out at Patreon backslash TwoHeadedNerd. Coming to you live from the Ziggurat in Omaha, deep below the metro area, it's THN, cover to cover, for Saturday, July 3rd, tomorrow is the 4th, Joe and I are both wearing our Uncle Sam outfits, if you're watching us live, you can see we put a lot of work into them, this is the comic book Uncle Sam, guys, don't, don't, don't (laughs) rat us out, guys, we are here to talk about the week's nerd news, to rap about it with yous, but first, let me introduce my co-host, our second head, Mr. Joe Patrick. Say hi. Hey, I am the Internet's Joe Patrick, and here's how it works. Every Saturday morning at 11 Central Time, Matt and I go live on our Facebook page and on Zoom to rap about the week's new comics, nerd news, movies, TV, and of course, the question of the week, live with you, our listeners. Uh, Michael Severe pointed out that he thought we were taking this week off because of the holiday, and I said no. That would make sense. Joe Patrick wanted to take the last weekend off because the weather was terrible and he wanted to go swimming. This is a live show, by the way. I don't make the rules, man. (laughs) And we need you to play along. So jump into our Zoom. You can find that link at the top of our live stream on our Facebook. Or you can also call us at 402-819-4894 or click our Facebook call now button. You'll find it right there on our Facebook page. Or you can also just chat. Jump in here and just chat with us. We love to talk with you that way. If maybe... You don't have the most beautiful singing voice. We're not going to judge you. That's not what we do here, okay? We just want to rap with you. If you can't be here live, though, you can always leave a message at our phone number, or you can send us an mp3 to twoheadednerd at gmail.com before we get the show on the road. Joe Patrick, let's reset some uh, talking points, potential talking points that you can feel free to ignore, but it's a little segment we call Nerd Ooh. Yeah, yeah, see, I'm throwing the curveballs lately. We're going into the we're going into the Independence Day like a lamb. I see. Well, I cut the hell out of my finger this morning, and I lost a bunch of blood. I'm a little lightheaded. Oh, okay, great, <laughs> yeah. good, good, good. I uh, just want to give you a big old spoiler warning at the top of the episode. We will be talking about Loki episode four. Uh, things happened. There was a mid credits scene. Thor showed up. Doctor Strange died. It was crazy. Uh, I mean, Wanda, <laughs> uh, like Magneto killed the Scarlet Witch. I didn't see nobody that ever would have guessed it. <laughs> Wanda showed up as Mephisto. Ben Riley like, is back finally. as Spider Man. Like it's nuts. <laughs> all right, listen, you're jumping all over the. I may have combined a bunch you're, of our news stories on accident. I apologize. Take a back. Take a back. Seat, Sorry, about buddy. That. Go get it. Go get yourself a blood. In, That's the blood. blood this is the blood loss stuff. Okay. <laughs> All right. First up, let's do some MCU news. We got uh, Wong and Abomination confirmed for Shang Chi. There was a second Shang Chi trailer last week, and uh, at the end of it, we see Shang at a fighting tournament where there is a giant monster that looks a whole lot like the MCU version of the Abomination. Really, the only kind of fighting tournament I want to go to. One with a giant That's monster. That's right. Uh, he is. Uh, he was very clearly fighting uh, a magic user in the vein of the like Ancient One school with the swirly. You yeah. Know, the, the the ring the sling rings the and swirly shit. twirly geometry or whatever yeah right yeah. um and uh somebody said hey i think that's wong and i'm like ah, i don't know if that's wong and then kevin veggie came out and said yeah that's wong yeah it's wong 
Into it. So it is confirmed that that is both the abomination and Wong. Does that and, mean thunderbolts? Does that is this feed the thunderbolts fire? So I mean, there is a version of the thunderbolts that was not very well received at the time. Uh, that was basically a reimagining of the. It was basically the name only, where it was uh, the book became about an underground superpowered fighting ring, and like the armadillo was. One I don't of the think stars. that's this though. I wasn't talking about that thunderbolts. I'm just talking about reintroducing, you know, the abomination, and now we've got U.S. agent, and oh well, I there mean, were those theories yes. that. I mean, I I think it's I think it's I think it could be a bit of both. Like I think it might be a way for them to like give a nod to that version of the thunderbolts I while did. also introducing. I loved that version of the thunderbolts. Uh, you know, C-list <laughs> supervillains. I totally loved that version of the thunderbolts. I mean, it was a good run. It was yeah. just, it was not the Thunderbolts at the time. And it, 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 there's a whole lot of baggage that came with it. You can, it doesn't matter right now. Best but, armadillo story um, ever written though. Fine, hands it down. is a, it's a fine armadillo story. God, I love the armadillo. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, and so like, uh, he's fighting Wong for some reason. Uh, I don't know why. Uh, we, Kevin Veggie, of course, would not say why, because he does not say stuff. Ever. Well, I mean, let's move along. We can talk about that if we want to, but bigger right, news. I'm just saying, hey, bigger that's news. fun. I, I mean, I think that's pretty big news. This is the biggest the first, news. First time, we've, first time we've seen anything related to that Hulk movie other than General Ross since the movie came out. <laughs> uh, in comic book news, we have got Spider-Man Beyond, which is the next, uh, it's the next kind of big push for the Spider-Man title following the departure of writer Nick Spencer. And uh, the title is going to go thrice monthly which is a really weird way to put it uh it's it's coming out three times a month just like try monthly sounds day. just stupid though you don't say try monthly. well you don't say yeah. try monthly yeah yeah and 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 bi-weekly means every other week in right. terms of periodicals and so nobody can even figure that out when you say bi-weekly people are just like what it's coming out two times a week like no no <laughs> i know uh, and so, yes, we've got uh, Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, the storyline is called Spider-Man Beyond. And the not only do we know the creators involved, but we know that Ben Riley is returning to take on the mantle of Spider-Man. Okay. He is wearing a fancy redesigned version of the costume that yeah. Matt hates. I don't like it. Um, I but love it. Honest question. I think it's so cool. Looking. Honest question. Do we care about Ben Riley? I care about Ben Riley. I do not care about Ben Riley. I think Ben Riley is my least favorite clone. He is. I'm sorry. In terms of all clones or Spider-Man clones, Spider clones specifically. What do you mean? He's your least favorite. He's my least clone. favorite. He's Spider-Man the, the Spider-Man clone. There were several others too. He's my least favorite of the Spider-Man. He clones. is the number one Spider-Man clone. I don't agree that he didn't get the most attention. I just don't care about Ben Riley. He's the original Spider-Man clone. Sell me on Ben Riley. Somebody call up and sell me on Ben Riley. What Ben Riley story do I need to read to make Matt Bomb love Ben Riley? Because I'll tell you what. You know who I like? The clone Saga. Kane. I can get down on Kane. Yeah, you like Kane. Kane, you just like- long hair, burned people with his touch for, you know, reasons. <laughs> I mean, his badass. powers, he, he also had some sort of like weird psychic vision. Yeah. Like his his Spider-Man powers were all twisted. Like his spider sense was some sort of ESP. Yeah. And his, it was stupid. Uh, his, his, his sticky hands would like uh, tear people's faces off. Yeah, I like Kane because he was uh, dumb, man. <laughs> yeah, and he liked, to, he liked to snap necks, you know. He's that was badass. Because everybody knows. Everybody, everybody, uh, everybody, if anybody knows one thing about Spider-Man, 
He likes to break necks. Well, he got thrown into like a, a like a chimney or something and left no, there no, inside, no, no, didn't he? No, Wasn't you're that thinking pain? of a, that's a whole different thing. Oh, okay. Whatever. Whatever. We, we've been over this. No, the, 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 the chimney was a whole thing. Somebody call in. Tell me why I should care about Ben Riley because uh, I don't care about Ben Riley right now. So here's uh, here's the here's the meatus of the matter in terms of uh, the creators involved. Zeb Wells. We like him. Kelly Thompson. We love Saladin her. Ahmed. Love uh, him. Cody Ziegler. Not sure who that is. And Patrick Gleason love are Patrick all going Gleason. to be tag teaming the writing duties. Uh, Cody Ziegler. You know what? I saw. Uh, here we go. He uh, he is a writer for the upcoming She-Hulk show. And also he's. Uh, done Rick and Morty. Okay. So, uh, yeah, that, that guy knows his way around a comic book property or at oh. least some sort of nerdy property. All right. Um, artists involved. Patrick Gleason, of course, is the, is the, the, still the flagship artist, uh, I guess you could say. Um, where are the other artists? Uh, oh, that's a different link. One second. This no, sorry. Hey, I got it. Stunning news. Sorry. It, it was revealed in two different. <laughs> Okay. It was revealed piecemeal, so it's two different stories. Uh, so alongside Gleason, we've got Sarah Pacelli, who is a uh, co-creator of Miles Morales. Black Cat artist Michael Dowling. And uh, every cover, thrice weekly, will be drawn by Art Adams. Oh, damn. That's a lot of Art Adams. I'm into it. I know. Okay, this is not, and correct me if I'm wrong, but is this part of the... Who were you when the lights went out stuff? Or is that's this the dark separate? ages. No, that's okay. a whole different. That's this a totally has nothing to do. Thing. Okay. Because there was the whole thing there. No. Like, well, is that Peter? We don't know. Eh. No, no, no. That's a totally separate event. That's a Tom Tyler event. You can see how it might be a little confusing though. No, not really. Oh, because God. this is very specifically they're about the return of Ben Riley, And right, right, right. they showed the costume he's going to be wearing. And it's not the costume that they showed from the dark ages. I don't love it. I love the costume. I love this costume. Oh, and also Peter Parker looks real fucked up. Well, sell, like, somebody call up he, and sell me. He on might ben die because Ben, like, I don't know. I, I just feel nothing. I feel nothing for Ben. I'm sorry. Well, that's because you're a terrible Whatever. person. Whatever. Let's move right along. Let's talk about the trial of Magneto. Huge spoiler. Uh, we got to spoil uh, this. There's no way. Well, yeah, sort of. There's no way to talk uh, about it. Yeah, I mean, Marvel, it's the sort of thing where it's like the day, uh, it, it's even worse because Marvel no longer even get, gives a shit. They, yeah. don't, they don't wait. They don't care. Uh, but very famously, like the day of the release of Captain America 25, Marvel went on Good Morning America and said, guess who dies? <laughs> it's Captain America. Uh, here we are weeks ahead of its release. And we now know that the victim of the murder uh, in the murder trial of Magneto in the trial of Magneto is none other than the Scarlet Witch, as revealed this week in the finale of X Factor number 10. Uh, which is part of the Hellfire Gala, which is not over as Matt Bomb tried to tell. I'd say it was over. Week. It's saying it's ending. It's in the end. They they even describe this as like the embers of the Hellfire Gala. Yeah, the, yes. <laughs> this this party has been ending for several weeks now. Well, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah. So Scarlet Witch, uh, they found Scarlet Witch's uh, dead body, and uh, her kid know, some, found her dead body too. Speed. Uh, Speed was there, yes. Speed and, and eyeball so boy. there is some drama. There's some drama. Uh, so X Factor 10 was by... Uh, it's the, actually the end of the series, yep. which I did not know. I told you it was, uh, it was canceled. You didn't believe me. Okay. I don't think it was canceled. I think they've, they're ending it, which I know is splitting hairs, but it's two different things. It was canceled. But the main thing here is... It wasn't canceled. They ended the it. Biggest, the biggest thing here is 
We found out not too long ago in the pages of Sword number six, while she was visiting Magneto in his quarters on part of planet Araco, that she is not Magneto's kid. They we are found that not out years and years biologically and years ago. related. Well, but okay. No, no. This now, was years ago that we found this. But out. time out. This was during Axis. But then they hinted again that they were, and we didn't no. really know. And now we know no. for certain that they are not. So no, they re- they there was never any hinting again that they were. No, no. I didn't think that was hardcore that they were not related when they it did that. Came, they came. They came right out and said, not only are Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver not the children of Magneto, they're not even mutants. Yeah, we found out that they were like the high evolutionary part, made them or something. This like was that. part of the Axis event, which is I don't recommend it. No, it was terrible. But uh, so we found out the high evolutionary was part of like tested on them and made them who they are, whatever. Magneto yeah, said, yeah, I the don't genetic care. Experiments, whatever. You're still my daughter. I still love yes, you. Yes, th- this was a that was a very sweet her? scene. That was a very sweet scene in in Sword where uh, he's like, "You will, you will always be my daughter." They kind of had a reconciliation. Then he turns around and murders and then, her. Well, no, I, <laughs> look, if you really thought that Magneto had killed somebody during the trial of Magneto, like, no, hey Magneto man, was never Wolverine guilty. walks over there, and goes, "Where's Magneto?" So I mean, there you go. I mean, that's all. That's all I need. Yeah, he says, "Where's Ma-? yes." He says the words, where's Magneto? He does, That's all you need. He does a sniff, Guilty sniff, sniff. In the, in there the you eyes go. of Matt Bomb. Well, I mean, they're having a trial, so whatever. Yes. I don't know. We'll see. But I understand all of these things. You act like I've never read a damn comic book before, okay, but so there's no way Magneto killed the Scarlet Witch. I, of course not. But the big theory is that the Scarlet Witch will could be reborn on Krakoa. Boom. She's a mutant. Again, we found yeah, out. Or, nope. you know, maybe maybe she was a mutant all along. Yeah, yeah, we don't know. We yeah. don't. Know. But also, like, there's been, there's also been. This some... is why I continually bring up the parentage thing because it's it just like it keeps coming back whenever they need it to. Well, yeah, of course. Uh, so yeah, they've. Uh, it's weird because we've got this death of Doctor Strange thing going on right. and Darkhold. Uh, it, well. it seemed as though like maybe Marvel was hinting at the idea that Wanda would become the new Sorcerer Supreme. Right. We have the Darkhold series coming out, the Darkhold little mini event, but that book was delayed. That's over a year delayed. And they're, they are saying that that takes place before this. So, so yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, Trial of Magneto, RIP Scarlet Witch. We'll see what happens. Should there. be fun. We have also got, uh, I don't even really want to spend any time on this, but if somebody wants to talk about it, well, that's fine. Um, Echo, who is, spoilers, the new Phoenix. God, I don't care. As Could not care the less. Heroes Reborn <laughs> event. Uh, she's getting her own miniseries called Echo colon Phoenix Song. Uh, or the, it's called for Phoenix the record. Song. It's called Phoenix Song Echo. Sorry. This is not some comicscape bullshit where it's like, I don't need women and, and Native Americans. No, I don't need a new Phoenix. I'm done with the Phoenix. I don't thank, care about the Phoenix. Thank God you spoke up because we haven't been bitching about the Phoenix for months on. End. I really like Echo. And I think this is the least interesting thing that you can do with this character. Quite honestly. I'm just so very tired of the Phoenix. Yeah. I'm very, very tired of the Phoenix. Don't care. Like I have nothing against Echo whatsoever, no. uh, but I, I'm tired of the Phoenix. And it's always fucking, it's Jason Aaron, man. Yeah. That dude will not leave it alone with nope. the Phoenix. He loves him some Phoenix. And finally, we've got uh, a, a little bit of news here about Grant Morrison taking a break from DC Comics after 17 years associated with the publisher, uh, which it seems odd to say because it hasn't been like an unbroken string of like, here's the next Grant Morrison thing. No. But I mean, but that's where Grant Mor- like Grant Morrison has hung their hat 
at DC since, you know, yeah. what I don't 2021 minus 17 math. It's hard. I mean, he's put out uh, some independent stuff here and there, but the majority, vast majority of his work, 99% uh, of it's all at it's, DC, uh, right? It's point of clarity. It's, it's they, they, them for Grant Morrison. Oh, sorry. That's right. That's yeah, right. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've spent 20 plus years talking about Grant Morrison. It's kind of a hard thing to, to remember, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, what, uh, 2020, 2004, Grant Morrison's been with DC. Okay. And now all of a sudden they're, <laughs> they're I'm saying 17 years. That's a long time. Yeah. Well, I mean, Hey, whatever. Take a break. Maybe doing Hollywood shit. I don't know. Good for him. Yeah, it, it's it's looking like it's looking like Grant is actually taking a break from comics altogether. There, uh, in this little interview, they're talking about taking a break break from comics for sure. Uh, doing a lot of television. Well, Grant Morrison uh, worked on that Peacock series, a, The Brave New World. He was one of the writers on that. Oh, wow. and it was very good. I don't know if it's uh, coming back. I don't know how many people watched it, but it was a very good show. So. Good. There's also something here about uh, you know adapting novels into TV and stuff. So we'll see. Nato. That's where the real money's in. It's for certain. I mean, you're not going to be a comics millionaire. Not anymore. So sorry, kids. But if you're lucky, someone might come and scoop up one of your creations, put it in a movie, and not pay you for it years later. Let's get to the question of the week before we open these phone lines. Joe Patrick, what are we asking these nerds? This week's question comes courtesy of John to Verdict. You get to insert one superhero into a horror show or movie franchise. Name the superhero and name the franchise. All right. Let's get down on it. Frank Cirillo. We haven't heard from you for a couple weeks, I think. You been gone? I mean, he's still here. Yeah. Going. Hey, guys. Um, yeah, it's been Hi, a couple weeks. Well, last week, uh, you guys, did, did you guys show last week or no? No, we took a week we, off. We took oh, okay. last week off. No. I yeah, still, last week I was... I still count that as time that I don't get to talk to you, though. That's how, that's oh, how much it means. Thank you. Okay. Uh, no, I was in the woods last week camping with the family. Was, oh, weird. I had a great time. <laughs> All right. In the woods. Yeah. Why is that weird? <laughs> I don't know. The way he said it, I was in the woods. I was in the woods. Camping. Camping. <laughs> no, no, it was fun. We had a great time. Uh, and then the week before, we were traveling to Long Island, so I had to send in my uh, my... my mp3 fair enough um and that's where i reminded joe did you watch joe did you watch it did you watch star trek card trailer yet oh yes i did okay. watch the star trek oh, card okay. trailer yeah <laughs> <laughs> ooh, ah. ooh, ooh. so well okay so let me i want to an- very quickly answer answer my the question of the week okay and then we'll talk about uh two things um first of all i think batman but here's the thing gotham by gaslight batman okay ooh. in the dunwich horror I don't oh, the Dunwich Horror. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. I don't hate yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I don't hate that, that one, at that all. That would be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, come on. Batman, Batman fighting, you know, like the uh, the Shigaroth or something. Although, you know? like, I will say, like, when it comes down to that stuff, <laughs> when you get into, like, really Lovecraftian and, like, Cthulian shit, it's like the good guy telling the story or walks away from the story. It was just yeah. like, and my mind was ruined and nothing was ever yeah. good again. And now I sit in this room and shake. <laughs> like, well, oh, you know, sometimes that, pee runs Batman. down my leg, you know? <laughs> so, like, you know, it's perfect for Batman. Yeah. He's out Bat- of his mind. Batman has accounted for that. Yeah. He's playing for that. <laughs> right, okay. right. You don't understand. Yeah, he's got someone's belt for that, I'm for sure. He's like, wearing uh-oh. a stadium. He's wearing a stadium, pal. He's, he's ready like, to oh, pee crap. A Multi-tentacled, <laughs> million-eyed monster from beyond reality. Good thing I've got this on my belt. You know, <laughs> always, always. He's always he's a blindfold. Got, you know, he's like, got universal. Uh, that blindfold. Go. Don't look at that. 
That's like, a fun the, idea, though, Frank. I mean, even just yeah. like investigating the idea of it and then finding out it's something way larger than himself, you know, like, sure. right. that's fun. Right. That's a really cool story. For yeah. sure. That would be cool. Um, so, so Loki, Loki was fucking amazing. Yeah. Um, and, and I was like that. Now, the, the previous episode was like one of those, like I've heard this term before, but the furniture moving episode where right. they kind of put things into place. Right. But this past episode was like, and again, spoiler, you know, spo- it's going to be spoilerific. Um, I was when I literally went, no, when fucking Mobius got killed. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. But, you know, yeah. don't trust Whatever. it. Don't trust anything you see on Loki. Oh, uh, I know. I, I don't. I don't. Because I realized that we're watching a show about the God of Mischief and lies. Yes. So also time know. travel. And I think also we are also travel, learning. Right? We're also very quickly learning that the God of lies is being massively lied to and yep. looking around and going, OK, who can do this to very few people? have this kind of power to lie to Loki like this and convince him that shit is going on. And I think that is going to be the much bigger question. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And, and, you know, it's this though. I think no. Yeah. It's <laughs> just so easy. Yeah. It's going to turn yeah. out to be the rhino. You watch. Yeah. 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 It's oh, armadillo. Yeah. It's, armadillo. <laughs> it's armadillo. Sorry. It's armadillo. <laughs> and that's going to dovetail right into the Thunderbolts. Exactly. Right. I, now I think this show obviously dovetails right into um, the Doctor Strange movie. Yeah. But yeah, I think yeah, it also sure. is what kind of like opens the floodgate for what if. I think this is this is the jumping off point for what if. So, okay. Uh, I mean, I, I don't want to get too deep into it because okay. we'll, we'll never get there. I know, uh, I know. Like, we'll, we'll just we'll just never like, we'll, we'll never come up with an answer. But um, one of the biggest questions remaining for me uh, is what the fuck is the multiverse in the MCU? Like we talked about it in the comics, the multiverse in Marvel comics are the branching timelines, the infinite yeah. number of what ifs. Right. That's the multiverse. Right, right. But what Loki wants us to believe is that there is no multiverse and that the TVA is out there trimming those branches. I again, I don't think we can believe it. I mean, we oh, just saw yes, that this time exactly, exactly. Yes. I was gonna say exactly. the next step is, and that's what, and that's what makes me think that the multiverse has always been out there. Yeah, but they're only pruning the branches that don't suit their agenda. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's so right. John Tavertic, who is too much of a coward to call into this show, uh, and yeah. I were talking <laughs> earlier this it's, week. It's true. Only and his son has the balls. To call if the this is a, if this is Kang, if this is something that Kang is behind, wouldn't it be so perfectly Kang to invent this whole sacred timeline group <laughs> that maintains it? Right. Because guess what happens on that timeline? Kang gets what Kang wants and right. all the other timelines can go to hell. <laughs> as far as Kang yeah, is concerned, yeah. you know, you know, and, uh, and we knew we do know Kang is going to be the next MCU villain, right? So you know, it, well, it, now hold on, Kang is think, not Kang is not the big MCU villain until Ant Man three, which is like it's two what, years, years from now. Yeah, okay, thought so. Uh, yeah. Now, so but I mean, for them, I would not be surprised at all if they didn't at least hint at Kang. Yeah. We, We've got a big story involving time travel. Of course, Kang is involved right. or he's somewhere. Has to be. I don't actually think Kang is behind the TVA. I no. don't think so either. Okay. I think so. And I like I I laughed and I laughed and like, you know what? <laughs> God bless him. I learned my lesson after WandaVision. But God bless all the people that were like, the middle one looks just like Kang. Yeah, like, get yeah, the fuck out of here. Yeah, I heard and that when, And when uh, Sylvie cut that robot's fucking head off, yeah. I was so <laughs> happy. Well, and it, it's like, it goes back to all the, like, the, you know, the 
Illuminati conspiracy and stuff where people mm-hmm. are like, oh, look at that. They were hinting here and they were showing that. Like if the Illuminati was really running things, why drop any hints? Yeah. Why yes, drop a right. single fucking hint? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. You know? Yeah, well, like- <laughs> and what made, it, what made it so much better is that they were exactly as ridiculous as Loki said they were. Yeah. Like they showed up. And- <laughs> There's like yeah. one guy who's like. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just like ridiculous. Uh, it, it, like. We we often say on the show what works in the comics does not always work on the screen, and when they were like the timekeepers, and I and I was like uh, the timekeepers okay, and Loki <laughs> and Loki starts talking about space lizards and how dumb that sounds, <laughs> and then they fucking show up and they are exactly yeah, the timekeepers. They're like space lizards and fish people, basically. Yeah, it was- <laughs> and I was I was beside myself with glee. Okay, and so they what were if robots? Let me drop so this. Great. What if we are hinting towards Kang, but we find out that the bad guy in this is Immortus, and Immortus has a sacred timeline? Because if that's the only one that you need to drop doesn't that shit. lead to Kang, <laughs> you need to drop that Immortus shit. Immortus, Immortus shows up and says, Kang. "I am protecting Immortus you." Immortus comes after Kang. I agree, and Immortus says, "I am protecting you." And the reason we need this timeline because if we don't do this, we get Kang. And Kang is bad, 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 bad. Trust me, I know. So Immortus I was wants Kang. to kill himself. That's what he's always wanted to do. Immortus hates his younger self. Yes, they're in a battle. Yeah, but they're they not trying to kill it. They nah, all nah, hate nah, each nah. other. I mean, I know they hate each other. They hate like, each other. I would now. Okay. Immortus. Would I don't fuck. think. I don't think anything. I don't think the anything, big hat and everything. <laughs> yeah, I love it though. I, I want it. I want it. Trust me. I want to see that fucking oh, purple man. cape, that pointy cape, and the mustache. But. uh I don't, I don't, I think it's too easy this early to yeah. go, well, Kang, they cast Kang. He's the time traveler. Yeah. It's Kang. That's why it's Immortus. It's not going to be Kang. It's going to be Immortus. It's not going to be Immortus. I agree with you. I agree with you. <laughs> uh, I think that we might get a cameo of Kang. We might get yeah. the, we might hear the name Kang. Yeah. I don't even know if we'll get that, to be honest with yeah, you. Exactly. I, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Same, you know? same, Frank. I, I like WandaVision has taught me, if anything, it's taught me not to expect the expected. Yeah. And yeah. so whatever we think it is, it's not. So and I, well, yeah, so yeah, Marvel's been really good funny. at putting it right in your face too. And Marvel right. and like, and just saying, no, we, we told you all along, this is what was going on. And you guys well, were the ones who were like, I don't know. I think it's Chewbacca, you yeah. know, I, yeah, <laughs> or whatever. I, I, I saw something. <laughs> I saw something funny that um, now at the, at that last scene where they're fighting in that last episode, in the last scene that they're fighting in, if did you notice that the batons that the TVA um, soldiers were carrying had a point on one end? I did notice that. Somebody pointed out that they are literally a pencil, and they're erasing people <laughs> with the uh, with the eraser. Like go that, that is that's huh. a, an excellent it, visual. I was yeah. like that yeah. is hilarious. I hadn't thought about it like that. Now, that's a really because they're bureaucrats. It makes sense. So yeah, they are. right. They're, exactly they're just pencil pushers. On. That's exactly the joke that they were making. It, I mean, now. it would only be better if they looked like giant whiteout brushes. <laughs> it would be funny. And they came up um, and just like Richard wiped e. Grant. it on you. Yeah. Oh, as Richard Loki, e. Grant. as the classic comic book Loki. Yeah, he I saw so, that. He looked so stupid, like kind of dumpy. <laughs> and I loved it. <laughs> it was great. I loved it. I loved it. it I loved it. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, oh my god! First of all, I, I've been a fan of Richard E. Grant since Warlock. You know. Yeah. And he's fucking great. I, he's great. He's fantastic. I've loved him in everything he's ever been in. He is gonna kill that. Whatever he does in this show, he is gonna kill it. Yeah. It is gonna be. It's either gonna be so over the top and funny. Or it's going to be so much. It's going to be something we weren't even expecting. 
expecting. Yeah. Yeah. Because he doesn't just do anything. You know, he's not one of those actors that'll take Oh yeah. No. So like, uh, so obviously mid credit scene is what we're talking about here. And so Loki is rescued uh, by a team of variant Lokis. Um, Awesome. One of them is an alligator. Love it. <laughs> with a little helmet with horns. Well, he's got the little horn helmet. It's adorable. One, one of them is Kid Loki, like the Kid Loki we've all been expecting. Yep. Yep. One of them is Richard E. Grant dressed in a comic accurate. Oh, yeah. Classic yes. Silver Age Loki like costume. Like handbook from the Marvel Universe Loki. Yeah, like very yep. ridiculously with the, with tall the, with horns. With the giant fucking with horns. The big and, old and I love it. It's like no bullshit. It was like yellow, plastic. Like uh, it, it didn't yeah, even oh, look yeah. like and fabric, had, you know? Like he had underwear on the outside. Yeah. It was the whole. It was great. It was like, yes. uh, and then one of them was, uh, Matt pointed out, uh, he was called Boastful Loki and he is carrying a hammer. Uh, which you know might be Mjolnir, a version of Mjolnir, might sure, not. We don't know. Looks like it. No, it didn't look anything like Mjolnir. It just looked like a hammer. Yeah, it looked well, like a hammer made from a wrench. Yeah, it had a weird. It had a little yeah. weird end on the on the handle. The it, if anything, like somebody in a Facebook group I'm in said, it looks kind of like the casket of ancient winners on at the end of a handle. Oh, really? Huh. Uh, which is true. What the uh, crap so, is I don't the know. casket of ancient winners? What the casket of ancient winters? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's you don't, one of the Walt Simonson super fan. You don't know what the oh, casket oh, of oh, is? Okay, sorry. I can picture it in my head now. Sorry. Take okay. Yeah. I, was I like, mean, it was only like a huge plot point in the first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I do think it's if he's going to be like carrying a Mjolnir from a different dimension where he was basically I mean, it's worthy too good, and his It's too good not. not to say this is a version of Loki where he was worthy and Thor Right. Wasn't. Come on. It's yeah. great. Um, but uh, so... Now, like you, you could say, okay, Loki survived because they rescued him. Um, but my thought is that nobody who gets pruned actually dies. I thought that too. And um, I, and I think yeah. that somewhere out there is uh, uh, this vast store of everybody that the TVA has ever pruned in case they need them. Possible. Exactly. And I think and that's where they get the it's just that, from. Like, it's just that the Lokis were able to like divert our Loki from that fate, hmm. you yeah, know, or whatever. Possibly. Um, but who else so, like, better it, than a group no, of liars to figure out that the entire universe is being <laughs> lied to? Yeah. You know? Um, right. uh, like, uh, so, yeah. Hey, man. Ah, God, that show. So, episode five, uh, real, I'm sorry, Frank, I'm talking. No, no, good. Okay. I know we're all um, so excited about it. We got to move episode, on after this, though, Frank, and I apologize, but we got it. Yeah. That's okay. That's uh, okay. N- next episode, episode five, uh, is the is the one that's happened with every show so far, where it's like this is the one, right? <laughs> this is the one. This is the one where everything changes. There's this only six the episodes, one. correct? Or, yes, yes, there's only six. Okay. This is the this is the one where Paul Bettany's dream actor shows up to act alongside him, and it's right. just Paul Bettany. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, no, Tom Hiddleston is like, no, Loki episode five. You guys need to prepare yourself for All right. episode five. We're in. That's Frank, so good. good to hear Can't from you, brother. We'll good talk to, to you soon, you buddy. Have a, good, uh, have a good fourth, okay? Yeah, happy, happy fourth, Independence Day. You too, pal. Brian Domingos, get in here. Dingo, using the uh, wrong chat. I'm going to let it slide this uh, time. Next time you get getting I, I totally forgot while Frank was on the line, and I hope Frank is still there. Uh, I see him in the Zoom still. Brian said, Frank, you should check out Batman, the horror that came to Gotham. It was good. Which is basically exactly what you're describing. Brian, are you there? I'm here. There he is. 
All right. Hey, yeah, my, my Facebook thing froze, so oh. I don't know. The, the chat is not working. Yeah, oh, okay. um, it's been it, really The chat it, remains. It's been really weird. It's Facebook working for me, it's, but it's been really weird. I've got Frank's post from like a half an hour ago, so I don't, yeah, that hasn't updated. Anyways, um, I have found um, Loki to be really slow. And um, I didn't get through episode four. So really? apparently everything happens. Yeah, I don't know. Th- that third episode on the on the planet, I was like, guys, take a lesson from the Mandalorian and do a 25 minute long episode. Oh, do a man. short one. Yeah, I kind of loved it. They spend I, I a lot loved of time, it, but they spend a lot of time wandering around, just like wandering, just like walking. I don't and, disagree. I they don't definitely did. It was just it, it like. I, I, I'm watching I mean, it with I'm watching it with my son and he's like losing interest. So it's like you gotta you, they gotta pick it up a little bit. Apparently it does in episode the end of episode four. But yeah, um, you know, like uh, personally, I personally I like all the character stuff. But I'm also sitting here going, you guys have six episodes. Do we really right. have time for a filler? Well, I thought there were like eight, why is one so, of these a filler yeah. episode? It's a little, and I know they'd say, well, it's really about them like learning to like. It's like Please, Loki loves Loki. Who does who does love Loki love more than Loki? Right. Nobody. Right. Yeah, so, exactly. so this idea that he's like, oh, I love her. It's like, it's you, man. You love it. You love it. You know, funny. Oh, um, Loki, Loki sex. Let's do it. Let's get into it. Yeah. Man. I mean, it's all those horns. How could <laughs> yeah. you? Yeah. Um, so I, I will catch up for um, next week and try to watch episode uh, five. Um, I, where's my little list I made? Because you guys talk about it. I love things. that you make um, a list and you come organized. Well, because I, I, I always think of like one, because I, you know, I try to keep it tight. Um, ben Riley, I love the idea and I thought it was a really cool like concept, but they, the, the clone saga was like 8,000 issues. Yeah. Yes. It's so true. they ruined it for you. You know, like there was too much. Oh, it's a hit. Put up every, we're going to do four books a month and we're going to do this forever. And we're going to extend was, it far beyond its expiration yeah. date. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but right. if you're if you're looking for um, a quick little hit, um, the uh, Spider-Man Backlash miniseries, two issues by Brett Booth, um, <laughs> it's Ben Riley and Backlash. Um, it's a I ton forgot of fun. that wasn't Peter, that was Ben, wasn't it? It was Ben. Oh my he god, draws, he draws that that Ben uh, Riley costume, which is looks pretty cool. Yeah. And you know, '90s Brett Booth does Brett it. Brett Booth, you're and right. And at one point, Pike um, get Pike is covered by Venom, so it's pretty awesome. Like yeah, like Woo. a Venom Venomified uh, Pike, which is cool. Uh, um, I, I am ninety percent sure that the Spider-Man that we get in Marvel versus DC is Ben Riley. The the Ben the Spider-Man that fights Superboy in Marvel versus DC is Ben Riley. Yeah, oh, it's the right time period. Yeah, ninety six. It would have been ninety six. So Marvel versus DC Spider-Man versus Superboy. Conf- wait, hold on. Confuego. Confuego. <laughs> That's how your computer starts. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then um, the, I, I vaguely kept up with the, because uh, I finished my 10 of swords and I've been keeping up with X-Men and it was Peter. Um, it was not Ben. It was Peter. All what, right, a, well, what a, what a cop out. There you go. I mean, that what wasn't meant to be an, an endorsement, by the way. It's right. just a, mem- a random no, memory. That popped was, into my head. I'm sorry. Good. Keep going, Ryan. But we had to get to the bottom. Um, that was important. <laughs> yeah. It, it, Ten of Swords is, is excruciatingly long. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and, oh, so long. And it's, and it's one of those things like I'm having trouble with, and I don't know if this is like old age or like I've, there's too, I've consumed too much media in my 41 years. But like, I'm just looking like, all right, at the end, where are we going to be? Like, is this something that's going to stay? And are we going to be there? later yes six years from now is this going to be a thing well six years from now i don't know but right now yes there was a major thing that happened that definitely ties into all this 
Right, but it does. But it's like, oh, they like it's it's hard to. It's like we're going to drag you through this muddy hole that is miserable and excruciating. But it's all to set up this stuff for this other thing that is a huge deal. We got the fish head guy and all the water and all the stuff. Yeah, it's a huge deal. Yeah, but and you know they're still publishing comics in ten years. I don't think that's still a thing. But like I just feel like it's like. How, what are we doing? But like, Brian, how much stuff can uh, you really say like, okay, 10 years out, that's still a thing, you know? I mean, it's hard. Look it's, at it's DC just, Comics. DC has reset four times in the last well, 10 and years. I, you know, but I think that's what did it for me. I really think like I, like Flashpoint sort of broke me and that like, ugh, like, I don't know. Like I like, I read, you know, I read all the stuff I read. There's some things that I feel like, oh, I, I want to keep this. But like my need of like sticking with something, it just, mm. if, everything feels so disposable. And so, like, I mean, oh, yeah, like, I mean, I, I think a, you're in a, it's a, you're in a very nihilistic place right now, and it worries me. I really, Ryan. I it sucks because <laughs> like, I, I'm worried about I'm, your medication. I think we need to adjust some things. All right, I, I'm re- <laughs> like, I'm reading every week, and there's some things that I really like, and there's some things that are like really click, and it's not even just like, and I'm reading, you know, creator own and all these different things, but like, the 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 monthly grind of the the superhero mainstream direct market, like. You can't avoid it. You can. You can be Jim and read all the sure, stuff sure. and yeah. whatever. I mean, you know, which which he does say. And I, <laughs> you don't need to. Re- you don't need to know thirty years. There are seven hundred issues of certain books. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. So the idea that there's not like a long continuity is is a little ridiculous because there is. Um, and I've taken the the monster you know grind where it's like I'm gonna read. Oh, I really like volume one of Monster, and then I get to volume twelve. And they're 10 bucks a pop. And I realized, oh, I'm not enjoying this anymore. You know, like <laughs> yeah, sure, it's, sure. it's hard. And it's like, yeah. I was invested. And then it's like, they're really taking their time. And right. I'm good. Right. You know, like, it's like, I got through four seasons of, of, of Shit's Creek and I don't need six. Four was enough. Oh, you know, I love gonna, it. I loved all six. It was I'm gonna, great. And it ended you know, really like, well. You, just, you get to a point of like, it's fine. Yeah, no, Congra- uh, like, so congrats hey, to everyone. Good luck. Yeah. You know? Like, I, I don't want to, you know, I, I don't want to blame the podcast for anything or, but it is responsible for all of my current life woes. Um, but you know, Matt and I started this podcast because we missed talking about comics. You know, we had both left the comic book shop and, you know, we wanted to hang out and we wanted to talk comics and, and we weren't really getting that anymore. And, um, and that's great. And I love it and I wouldn't trade it for anything, but we were so much has- more successful when we stopped talking about comics. Yeah. Like we just um, we were healthier. I was way taller. It was crazy. Yeah, right. I don't know. I, I don't know what happened. <laughs> and uh, uh but I will say this that uh the weekly grind of having to review different things every time uh has broken my desire to stay caught up on most things. Mm-hmm. You know, I find myself like way behind on books that I was following every single week or every single month and I'm like I guess I don't care. Yeah, but I think that in also, some cases I don't care. But that also shows like the importance, like what about the things that you have decided I'm going to go back and catch up on? I mean, no, it's true. And I'm not saying that I don't still love comics. I think that I'm shows a that, different like, kind I'm, of importance is what I mean. I, I used to read, you know, I used to be the guy that's like, I'm reading everything X-Men. Right. You know, I let me, I'm, I read all, I read all of the books during the Superman triangle era. I let's just like shove them directly into my veins. And, you know, but now it's like, well, I guess I haven't read action comics in like three months and I don't really 
miss it. But that so, ought to tell yeah. you something. That ought to tell you something about the title itself. Like, no, no, no. It's, it doesn't, though, because it's not that it's necessarily a, a statement about the quality of the comic. It's more about um, that perceived need. Okay, I was talking about your character flaws is what I was talking about. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> that, that is certainly yeah. true. Yes. I, I do, <laughs> problems I with you as a man. It's, it's like a, it's like a consumption problem, right? It's like there's <laughs> yeah, right, so yeah, much yeah, yeah, yeah. to yeah. consume yeah. and and how much are you like it i i get irritated when i read something and it was 3.99 and it took me three and a half minutes sure like yeah. oh, what a what a waste of money that was sure but then it's like oh my god there's so much to read so like what can i read quickly you know like there's there's this weird thing of like consuming and time and value and all that yeah and, it's a double-edged um, sword i mean that's it's, yeah and that is part of the deal and that's why a lot of people go i quit I, I'm done. I quit. I, that's why I got out of comics. It was too much. And I, it was either too expensive that that, or, or it was like, I wasn't spending my money right. It's my fault or it's the comics fault or both, or there's too many goddamn politics and comics. These days, you know, whatever your excuse is. But I will, like, like I will, I will cop to that. Maybe, maybe that is, you know, a character flaw on my part, not, you know, to be dismissive about it, but like, that the idea that I can't just choose 10 books that I want to follow. Right. Or, you know, name a number. It doesn't matter. Uh, where I can just be happy reading the books that I want to read and not feel like I'm missing out because I'm not reading Hellions and Marauders and New Mutants and X Factor and X Corp. You know, like, yeah, I could just, I mean, I could just be like, you know what? I'd like to dip back into the X-Men books. Uh, X of Swords did break me and I'd like to dip back in, but I'm thinking... Like once the Hellfire Gala is actually over and done with, that might be the or next week they're relaunching X Men. X Men number one comes out again. Yep, and like that's going to be the place. Maybe I'm reading right. X Men. The idea of going back and catching up on all the many weeks of books that I missed. I I just I don't have the. I only I read X Men. I read Wolverine, and then I just caught up on X Force. And then I go back and read some of the issues of the other stuff if I need to, if I knew something happened there. But I'm fine with it. And I'm getting the story. And well, it's yeah. fine. So my, my Hellfire Gala recap stuff was like the stuff they did on Bleeding Cool where it's like, here's the, everything in, in time sequence. Yeah. Mm. And it's like, oh, you, in order to get the entire picture, you have to read all of these. You know, and, the, and right. I, I, found, I find that really daunting and unbelievably expensive like oh, i'm not doing it no yes. prohibitively like, expensive now i did and i don't feel like i missed a lot either just reading like the core stuff that i read i really don't feel like i missed much i thought they did a really nice job just being like if you just want to stay here in these three books you'll be fine i i think having ben percy writing wolverine and x-force is helpful because i do feel like they're more cohesive yeah there's another another day conversation about what they're doing to beast which i think is terrible but it's yeah um, that's for another day i don't love he's it um, he's a straight up villain <laughs> it's he might like, be yeah cool you guys have no idea what to do with him awesome there's guess what there's too many mutants and now you've quadrupled the amount that there are amazing yeah. great might great. be dark hey, hi, uh, we'll see i hope so it's dark my uh, my uh my question of the week answer real quick um i think that it's uh i would like to see some sort of anthology tv show miniseries thing of doctor 13 and various like chucky-esque Yes. Freddy, you know, yes. like his, yeah. his, like an amazing, like his whole thing's being a skeptic and he's the skeptic, being like, yeah. right. even though he sees ghosts and monsters and 
swamp things. And he's like, ah, it's all fake. His, now, daughter, <laughs> his daughter is a sorcerer. Yeah. It's, he's amazing and he's hilarious. And I think that would be a cool little thing. And especially with Warner Brothers having a lot of those concepts, like yeah, being able yeah. to kind of mix them together. Yeah. Um, they could if, play if with that anyone, a lot. If anyone out there hasn't read it, the Brian Azzarello and Cliff Chang um, miniseries, it was a bunch of backups they collected into a trade of yep. Dr. 13 is gorgeous and hilarious and totally worth the time. Love it. Yeah. Brian, good to talk it. to you, man. Later, guys. Bye, Brian. JD, get in here. Did I ask to? Oh, I think I did. JD, are you there? Hello? There he is. JD, how are you today? Good. All right. Buddy. What are we rapping about? Uh, answer the week. Um, I had one for Marvel, but now I also have one for DC, kind of piggybacking off of uh, Brian. But uh, first, my Marvel one is I want to see Brother Voodoo in the Candyman universe. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Sure. <laughs> I just think those properties would work so well together. Totally. Absolutely. Yes. I mean, we, we'd have to like, I would hope they'd have to move like Candyman a little further south. You know, maybe it's not a Cabrini Green in Chicago anymore. Or whatever, I don't know. But, Brother Voodoo. I mean, he's done quite a bit in New York. Yeah. He's I a suppose. globetrotter. Yeah. yeah. He'd come in to investigate it or whatever. And, and like, also, I mean, set Candyman spirit free, like, you know. Chicago and New Orleans, I mean, they're just a river, you know, between them. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. You can drive a golf ball to New Orleans from Chicago. (laughs) 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 But uh, based on Brian's Brian's answer, though, I I just, I mean, DC, I just want to, I just want a trench coat brigade series. I mean, just bring back the trench coat brigade in general. Yeah. (laughs) I I agree. And I think I'm, I'm done with this Justice League dark shit. I just don't care. But right. tell that story with a trench coat brigade, brigade yes. thing where like you've got all the magic peeps there. It's the same type yeah. thing. Maybe I just don't need Wonder Woman involved. You know, I, right. I don't know. Right. I don't necessarily even need the swamp thing there. If he wants to pop up here and there, fine. He's he's a mystic I mean, character. Uh, sure. But yeah, yeah the get tr- all the mystic detectives together and put them in a damn right. book. Yeah. But um, yeah, so that was just my thought. Um, I also want to talk about the Spider-Man thing, Spider-Man Beyond. Yeah. Um, Ben Riley, uh, Ben Riley falls into that category of, you know, Matt, you and I've talked about this before. It's like, yeah, um, on the paper, I don't care. Uh, yeah. I, but Kelly Thompson's involved. I do like Kelly Thompson a lot. And we know what Kelly Thompson can do with characters we don't care about. Yeah. And I guess that's the hope that I have for this. I'm not yeah. saying I'm not going to read it. This has been right. Of course I'm going to read it. I have to talk about it for the show and shit like that. And I love Spider-Man <laughs> and I love these creators. And hopefully they can make me care about this character because I am going to pose an argument and until someone can give me evidence to the, uh, uh, to the other side, I, there's no the good. Ben Re- Thank you. The contrary. There's no good Ben Riley stories. Give me a good Ben Riley story. And don't just say the clone saga. I'm not going to sit no, down yeah. and read 700 issues of the clone saga to find out if I like Ben Riley. I don't know. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to call my shot and say, I'm going to say one more day was the best Ben Riley story. It was him all along. It's always been Ben. It's always been Ben. For me, I think they're also missing a chance to follow up on a storyline that I'm pretty sure is going to get dropped from Nick Spencer, which was before they announced what, what Spider-Man beyond was going to be like. I really wanted this next Spider-Man arc to be a team arc. I really wanted them to do Spider-Man as a team book with that uh, group they called The Order, 
in Nick Spencer in this last run, which was, uh, what was it? Julia Carpenter, uh, Anya, uh, Jessica Drew. Oh, all the spider people. Yeah, all the spider people. Uh, Miles, Silk, that team that was like helping him up against Bug Boy. And I was like, that's the team. Have they ever done Spider-Man as a team book? I mean, outside of Spider-Verse. But I mean, actually have... Yeah, Slingers. We had Slingers. <laughs> yes. That wasn't... That it, those weren't... They were not Spider-People. No, they were not. <laughs> no, but have the... Have the... Have Spider-Man finally go, you know what? The, the, pro, the solution to all my problems is delegate. Yeah, there's something to be said for that. And I mean, like, if you look at that detective run where it detective of fame, like basically became a team book, I think it was James Tinian yeah. was writing it. And like, mm-hmm. we had a team of bat people running around doing bats stuff, and Batman yeah. would yeah. be like, you guys go handle this thing. I, I'm right. busy doing this. Yeah. You guys yeah. go do uh, this. I mean, yeah, that would have been fun. That would have been fun. I could have been uh, in that. Been yeah. In Spider-Man. And I, think, and I think Kelly Thompson could have written the crap out of that by herself. I think so too. I do not care about Aranya and the heart of the spider and all that stuff because it goes right to the heart of that spider totem shit. That yeah, no, that wasn't Aranya's whole deal was something totally different. But, but she, well, uh, she was part of the spider totem history thing. Well, she came no, out of that, she wasn't. She? No, but, but they've no. since retconned her into just being another spider girl. Right. You no, know, her Aranya's origins were way different. But um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, they they kind of like shoehorned her into into the Spider-Man mythos when really they just wanted to make a new Spider-Girl character mm-hmm. with a completely different origin. Okay. Well, I mean, she's about as, she's about as related to Spider-Man as Jessica Drew is. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Like Spider-Woman had like Spider-Woman had nothing to do with Spider-Man yeah, at all. No connection. Right. Oh, and actually, sorry, Aranya wasn't in the order. It was Gwen. It was Ghost oh, Spider-Gwen. I, yeah. Spider- and I think Ghost Spider is a much better character than anybody gives her credit for it. I, oh, yeah, no. I, I totally think, agree. Yeah, I think she looks cool. I think she... I like the idea that, like, she's a, like, ballet badass and shit. Like, that It's really cool. And definitely a little better thought out than some of those other female fighter characters. Which, I also like, like the fact that they play up... The, I also like the fact that with her and Peter, they play on the whole idea that to each other, they're both the one that died. Yeah, that yes. is kind of cool. And so they have those long conversations of like, I can't lose you again. You're not going, you know, it's, you know, and that, that whole thing of like, I'm not, I'm not your Gwen and I'm not your Peter. So, yeah, it's interesting. Cool. That dynamic is interesting to me. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, JD, but uh, in the Spider Gwen universe, it's not like they were like they were acquaintances. Like maybe she thought he was, she considered him a friend, but like yeah. they weren't like, no, they were not Love. a couple, and uh, he he was he turned into the lizard, right? And so <laughs> Peter, our Peter, is the one bringing all that baggage. Like you're the you're my one, you were my one true love, and I failed you, and you died, and then you well, married yeah, Harry and Osborne and just had like, twins. You are a weird kid that turned into a supervillain. Yeah, but she also killed him. Right? Yeah. So she was like, "I couldn't save you. You were my friend. You went bad, and I tried to save you, and I had to." go the other way with it and then peter's like mm-hmm. and then you had those twins with norman osborne and like that was crazy oh i'm still upset <laughs> boy oh boy oh boy yeah that was that was that was a gwen clone that, that was not <laughs> yeah right yeah let's you know what spider clones all over the dang place <laughs> yeah i'm look i'm fine with that lousy I'm totally with fine with what that. can you do <laughs> jd good to talk to you buddy 
<laughs> All right, talk to you guys later. All right, Bye, bud. Let's get John Bunger in here. He's had his hand up for a while, and I have a feeling I know what he wants to talk about. John Bunger, are you there? Can you hear me? <clears throat> Yo, listen to that. What's up, John? Hey, Joe. How are we doing? And what are we rapping buddy? about today, yeah. buddy? Uh, I just got a. I got an answer for the question of the week. Okay. Um, I was in. The, I don't. I haven't read a lot of the Spider Gwen comics or know much about the comics universe, but in the Spider-Verse movie, she says Peter was her best friend. So I don't oh, know if yeah, yeah. translates. Uh, in the comics, it was not the case. So, like, she was, okay. he was, like, literally just some, like, weird kid that she went to high school with who turned into mm. the lizard, and she ended up having to kill him. Like, yeah. she knew him, and they were friendly or whatever, but, like, it, it, it's not like they had a closeness like the I main see. Peter did with with Gwen. Well, he's right. Uh, in the movie, she was like, you were my best friend and I lost you and stuff like that. So maybe yeah, whatever. Yeah, no, but he true. still turned into the lizard and she kills him. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, my, yeah, it happens to the best of us. Right. Uh, my question of the week answer is just kind of for silly funzo factors. And it would be Deadpool in the, uh, Ash versus evil dead universe. Sure. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Because I kind of think Deadpool wouldn't take Ash too seriously and that would really piss off Ash. Yeah, totally. It'd be a pretty fun alpha battle dynamic between the two of them. Right. And you got the straight guy and the wacky guy and they and just let him go at it, you know? Yeah. It's perfect. That's be pretty, it's perfect. Pretty entertaining. I'd watch a shit. Um, but that's it. I mean, you know, Loki's pretty great. I, I disagree with the, the slowness. Comments. I was there for it. I do too. I yeah. I mean, I like. I, I I agree that it was slow, but I don't. I don't agree that it is a problem. Like I, I yeah, actually some, really like that kind of. Like I like that kind of thing. Yeah. Though I I do agree. It's like There's, guys, you've got six episodes. What are we doing? Well, look. If they okay. want to take a minute yeah. to let that character breathe, so we can learn a little bit about the characters, I don't have a problem with that. Especially if it leads to more down the line. Now, if next episode they're just like, and she's dead, then I might be like, well, why did we do that? So we'll, yeah, we'll see if it's like all slow burn for no yeah. reason. We'll see if, if but, she's going to be more, if she's going to be around and this is the thing that's going to happen, then I'm all right with them building some character for. Her. Yeah. And it's, I think of it more as also kind of the calm before the storm. Totally. Although, I mean, although the planet was literally in a, you know, planet storm. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right, down yeah. But you know, the calm before um, Kang and Amorta show up for a punch fight in the next. Yeah. Episode. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> nothing, nothing says near omnipotent time. God, like, like a silly slap fight with your older self. It'll be a dragon ball Z fight. They'll just shoot like big <laughs> lasers at each other from they're the just going to Hadouk in one another. <laughs> yeah. until they're dead. I, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't want to uh, dismiss Matt's Amorta's theory though, because you know, they talked about, and it could be like, you guys, I'm trying to keep King from coming. I do kind of like that theory. It's kind of like what they did with Thanos is mm-hmm. they talked about him a lot. And so it was the first time they bring up Kane, Kane before they. Yeah, that's true. Like they mentioned, they like Thanos gets um, teased in. Really? Early it's, a, it's Avengers. It's, it's the Avengers movie. Yeah. Yeah. And um, once we, we start to learn that all of these things are tied to like the Tesseract and the and Loki's uh, what was the mind gem, you know, like they're all tied together. And mm-hmm. then it took another, an entire another phase. Yeah. Yeah. For, for them to get to Thanos. And uh, yeah. So like, then, fine. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Start te- teasing Kang now. Yes. I'm all for that. Do it absolutely. with Immortus. Oh, 
I love it. Why do you? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I don't know about Morris, but somebody why like do you, why do you even care? Because it's a thing. Because it's a comment. thing, and it's a thing that they could easily play with and have fun with. And you're just like this big bad guy who's like, "You idiots! <laughs> I set this up on purpose. All you had to do is not question it, and you let the king of lies come in here and fuck this up. You were like, look what this guy did. <laughs> like now you get gang. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, I but, tried. But you know? I, so, so I'm less, I mean, I'm not dismissive of it, but I'm less on board with the Mortis being the actual person, but I am, I do buy into the idea of whoever's doing this is keep King from coming to power. Yeah. Kind of I think so I like too. that idea. I think, I think so that's too. Yeah, cool. I mean, that would be fun. It makes a lot of sense. To me. I love it. Bunger. Good to talk to you, brother. Good to talk to you, man. Have a Later, good one. Bud. Take it easy. Jimbo, get in here. Our final desk. Guest of uh, the day. Real, real quick, Jim, uh, Frank Cirillo asks in the chat, do you think Loki has any of the Infinity Stones? Well, I, then they already addressed that. Like the Infinity Stones are worthless. Yeah, they don't do shit. Outside of the, outside of the main universe. So, or, know, like, or maybe they're not. And this is all bullshit. We don't know. We just well, saw no, the timekeeper. Like, he, gonna... he had the Tesseract in the TVA and nothing happened when he tried to use it. I suppose, but. Like, no. no. Like I, we don't know I, nothing. I think, I'm telling you, I think, we don't know I think nothing. that uh, I think that um, the Infinity Stones, the theory that the Infinity Stones don't work outside of their home universe, is probably accurate. Probably, yes. Jimbo, talk to us. Okay, uh, let's see. Question of the week. Uh, we're gonna do L from Death Note. He's like a super detective. Sure. Uh, and we're gonna throw him in the Conjuring universe so we can break down that this is all BS and there's no ghosts and ruin the <laughs> Re- reveal those people for the horrible frauds they were in real life. I love it. Yeah, yeah, I love exactly. it. <laughs> it's um, great. Yeah, and, and one thing that Joe, I had some numbers, but I found some new numbers. So Ooh. The, uh, U.S. comic books, so U.S. comic sales for 2020 was 1.28 billion. Yeah. But 835 was graphic novels mm-hmm. and 285 was comic book sales and then 160 was digital sales. Yeah. I thought that was interesting that the comic like in in the graph that i saw um the past five years has really swayed heavily to comp the graphic novels yeah people don't want to read floppies anymore that's i mean that's now floppy sales are up they have definitely gone yeah. up it was something yeah, like six yeah, percent yeah. or something like I that. Mean, that that tracks for me though like if we want to if we're talking about comic readership of of what we consider like american comics right uh western comics uh the smaller group is going to be traditional weekly comics. Of course. Yeah. Okay. So it makes total sense to me that graphic novels outsell, outsell floppies. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm shocked that we've got any digital numbers at all. That's been the case for a long time with graphic sales though. They've been outselling floppies for quite a while now. Yeah. Well, I mean, cause not only, I I mean, you also have to consider that the price point is way higher, but sure. Um, But yeah, no, I, I think that's super interesting. Uh, and I don't know, I don't know if that, that doesn't necessarily speak to like where that audience is, is living. Like, are they civilians buying graphic novels or are they comic fans that switch to graphic novels? Right. 
you know, or are like, I don't know. I don't know. And it's, we don't know. And it's possible to know. But the one thing that we do know is the large group of people that were saying, well, all this fucking diversity and women in comics is killing it. And you're killing the comic market. And it's like, guess what? Nope. You're wrong. You're absolutely wrong. Comic sales sales are up even if what we consider comics are like the the least of the bunch. Yeah. It may be saving comics as a matter of fact, you jerk. So shut up. (laughs) Yeah. And what's interesting, if you want to look at the Japanese market in 2020 was 15.5 billion. Is that all? Yeah, 15, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I couldn't, now, the one thing I did want to find, I wanted to try to see what Sweet Tooth was doing. I couldn't find any numbers, probably because it's only been out a month. I was curious on, like, is Sweet Tooth had the same impact of, like, uh, Invincible, like its sales were Sweet Tooth up. was the number one, uh, it was the number one graphic novel on Amazon for a few weeks in a row there. Okay. Like, it definitely spiked up. We haven't, we won't see, like, those numbers for a little while because DC isn't reporting numbers sales like they used to. When they were part of Diamond, we knew we could look at the, like the top, you know, 500 comics and top 300 graphic novels and Diamond would just report, well, this is what shipped out. Now that DC is on their own, it's really hard to get those numbers. So we don't know. They put out a press conference every once in a while to be like, DC kicked ass this month. We're not going to tell you anything else. They'll see (laughs) you. And that's that. So it's hard to know, but. Gotcha. All right. That's all I got for you guys is some numbers. All right, man. Keep fighting that crossover battle, guys. Keep fighting. All right. <laughs> Thanks, Jim. Better, guys. Good to talk to you, Jimmy. Uh, Joe, uh, let's, let's not. And I'll tell you why in a minute here. But guys, we, we got to get out of here a little early today. And- uh, Nate, uh, Nate Aguilar has his hand up. Oh, talking. Nate. Sorry. I didn't see that. Nate, rap with me. What's up? How you doing, man? Good. How are you guys doing? Good. Real good. Not too bad, man. Yeah, uh, I, I'm trying to keep up on the uh, podcast side, the recorded version, and I'm, I saw the alert come up. I'm like, oh, I'm going to try and call in live today. Fair awesome. enough. Awesome. Appreciate that. So question of the week. Uh, I want to see the tick in the alien universe. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Uh, uh, bouncing back to a previous comment, but I want the tick voiced by Bruce Campbell. Yeah, um, I'm all right with that. Yeah, just go with that. And then uh, Loki. So. Before Loki came out, I, and I wanted to bounce this off some people because I was confused. Uh, back at the end of Endgame, when Captain America didn't come back, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. he formed a branch, uh, and then st- went through his life, and he married Peggy, and all that kind of stuff. Kind of got whacked out, right? Because you can't change the past, so right. it obviously had to change, make a breach or a branch, what, are the, what they're calling it now where he spent the rest of his life not being a superhero and participating in certain, so things got kind of goofy and I know they've said, well, we didn't quite understand the timeline. And then Loki comes out and they start explaining more. Maybe somebody is just keeping an eye on, maybe they were okay with Steve Rogers not being a Superman. I think they have to address this. I think they have to address the fact that the Avengers, if you want to say that, oh, that thing when you stepped out, Loki, you messed up time. How did the Avengers not completely mess up time? Yeah, that goes back to what I said earlier in in that uh, the TVA is only pruning branches of the timeline that don't suit their agenda. And that makes more sense. And so like maybe, or, or at least they don't get in the way. Right. So maybe Captain America living a life of, of happiness in the forties with Peggy doesn't doesn't matter. Yeah. Here's the deal. So he shows up at the end of the movie and hands 
the shield off. Right. Right. So they are now in that branch. Mm-hmm. The entire Marvel universe, as we know it, or MCU, with the the movies and the shows, they are now in that branch. Okay. Otherwise, they would have been in the branch with regular Steve Rogers. Yeah, like that's so that where it, branch became the main now. That's where it gets all wonky for me. It, it, is there like lack of clarity when it comes to like what is the main timeline? How do the timelines actually work? Did old Steve actually cross? the universal divide, you know, to come back to that point and hand off the shield, because like they said, they spent the entire previous movie explaining you can't change the past, which means as far as the main MCU is concerned, Steve Rogers went into the drink and didn't come back until 2012. Weird. Well, yeah, well, right. And or, so, or timey wimey bullshit. We're like, yeah, you can't change the past and stuff, but this is what happened. Like they did go back and do this stuff to make the future what it is, and that, well, and in the future, the Hulk, that's the, the Hulk, past. And yeah, the Hulk specifically, like the Hulk specifically said, he did change the past. You know, he changed because his he own de- future. He derailed Peggy's he, life. Well, Peggy yeah. had a it, husband and children. But it wasn't that because they made a branch. Peggy's yeah, exactly. Still yeah. had her life, just made this branch, and but that goes back to Peggy showing up in Loki. People are saying, you know, you said that a couple weeks back. Maybe variant Peggy. That's oh, yeah. why she's there. Well, and the other thing right? is, yeah, the there Hulk, was that there was that thing where people thought they saw Peggy in the background. And the Hulk it could be a hundred percent right. You cannot change the past, but when you do that, you make another timeline that is you different right but like to that means that's that's what nate's getting at is that you're not changing anything where did yeah. where did old steve come from steve you know? shows up in the past he's like hey baby i'm here let me she's like mm, i've got this boyfriend no when she shoots down steve shooting down you know peggy going back to her normal life actually becomes the variant yeah they trim that whole tree yeah she ends we, up in the yeah, TVA. Maybe. And Steve Rogers hooking up with Peggy becomes is the new the, main, the main, yeah, the new normal. Yeah. I mean, another theory, another theory that I uh, read when the movie first came out was that, well, we never really learned about Peggy's husband. So maybe Steve was Peggy's husband all nah, along. I, I don't buy that. I think people would have known that Peggy was married to He's Steve like, Rogers. Hello, Peggy. I'm Roger Stevenson. It's nice to meet you. <laughs> yeah. And the only other thing I have, or the last thing I have to add is uh, I really, if when Kang does show up, I just hope, and Marvel, the Marvel side has done this. Sony didn't do this the best is not making somebody look dumb. So when Apocalypse, he was one of my favorite villains, he shows up in the X-Men movie. He looks stupid. He looked dumb. Yeah. He looked like yeah. the what the dad from Arrested Development yep. with blue paint on his face. Yep. And he looked Kang can very easily look real. Like, on paper, you look at Kang and you're like, well, he's kind of a silly-looking superhero or supervillain. Now yeah. that Turning wasn't that Marvel 2D. making that mistake though. Keep in mind. That, that wasn't, yeah, I get it. That was, you know, <laughs> X-Men at Fox, but still, I mean, we like turning a 2d character into a live action thing. And, to get and, and I'll give them credit. You know, we talked about it a little earlier in the episode where they, they brought out the timekeepers and they were like, the timekeepers look exactly 
like they do in the comics isn't that stupid. But and guess what? The timekeeper turned out yes, to be robot. Bullshit. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. It's like it, like the the to the credit of the MCU or of Marvel Studios, they were like, yeah. We understand, guys. It's dumb. Yeah. It's it's very silly. <laughs> so, like the first two Thor movies, they messed up a little bit, but they corrected their mistakes. You know, I they agree. got rid of Heimdall's big helmet and they yeah. turned him actually to look really badass. Yeah. You know, but I just when Kang first shows up on the screen and he looks like a guy in latex mask. I I, I don't think that's gonna happen. Up. I think Kang's gonna look pretty I, fucking cool. Yeah. I, I think I they're spending know. some time on it, but you yeah. never know how it turns out. It's I wouldn't true. worry about it's it. It's true. Nate, yeah. good to talk to you, buddy. See you guys. Bye, Nate. Uh, Frank says, I think there's a deleted scene where old Steve rips his face off to reveal that he's gang. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Uh, learning and development. Good to have you. Welcome aboard. We don't like it. We don't want any, sir. Yeah, we we're, we're not really into learning, development. learning or developing. I'm sorry. Anything. You're going to learn some shit and you're going to develop something. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a development. Zach Hollowell, how are you today? Good. How are you boys? Good. What do you want to rap Excellent. about? Well, I was out, you know, I'm sorry I'm late. I'm going to make it quick because I was out buying fireworks with kids and I'm like, oh shit, I forgot about this. Um, and I've been meaning to call in, but it winds up, it's a perfect time. E- either you want to guess what I want to talk about. Masters of the Universe, the cartoon. Masters of the Universe, the cartoon. Yep. Oh, I forgot to watch the new trailer. Damn oh, it. well, you're missing out. It's I bet I am. Dope. <laughs> I don't doubt it. It it's, looks dope. <laughs> it's really, really good. Yeah. All like... Stinkor's character design looks perfect. I love it. I love it because the, they, they the took all the Roboto, super the cheesy shit that we love about Master of the Universe is all still there. They didn't try right. and like oversex it and be like, well, you know what the problem with He Man was? It was dumb. Like we all know it was dumb, but we love those designs and stuff. Make it look cool and make us care about the things that we used to love, and that's what they did. It looks. Awesome. I guess Kevin Smith was talking with uh, one of the producers, and he said. Uh, we was talking to Kevin Smith and he said, okay, listen, here's the one note I'm giving you on He-Man. When I was watching it as a kid, I was convinced at any minute Skeletor could kill He-Man. Yeah. You've got to make the show feel like Skeletor is about to fucking kill He-Man. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And yeah. he's like, that's your marching order. Do whatever you want, but make sure that happens. I love it. And that's great. Um, but, oh, in the scene in the trailer where Roboto is just casually blowing the heads off of zombies. Yeah. Roboto. Fucking brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Um, but have you heard the internet chatter about the problems with it? No. Please. No. Oh, my God. I love this because we, ha- we can't have nice things, and I love it. Right, and I love right. the argument. You got to have some incels having yeah. a problem with something. Sure. Um, the whole problem that they tend to have with it is... We were promised a He-Man cartoon, and this looks really Tila's centric. Oh, shut the god! How dare you focus on a character other than He-Man, and how dare that character be female? Let's just back up for a second here, because whenever the whenever a character like not too long ago, when the Lola Bunny stuff happened with Space Jam, there everybody was mad because Lola Bunny wasn't like a tootsie, you know, like short shorts booby bunny, and they were like, oh, I don't want to have sex with Lola Bunny anymore. This is bullshit. And now it's like, okay, well, Tila's still super sexy. She's just badass and we're featuring her. And they're like, that's too much of a sexy girl. I don't like it. You know, like, what do you assholes want? 
<laughs> the internet has taught me anything. It's that what you, do you can want? be turned on by anything. Yes. Anything in the world. <laughs> like, like, but like, it's not like they made Tila like, a, you know, an underhand pitch, you know, shaved head, like power lesbian or something. <laughs> like, no, she's still Tila. Like, this I is wish what, they would have. Is though. this what you guys want? I really want? wish they would have. <laughs> yeah. How dare the captain of the guard be muscular? Yeah. Um, you know, like, yeah, right. But, yeah. But he, here's my deal. Like, all these guys are like, oh, we got to focus on He Man. We got to focus on He Man. I love Masters of the Universe. It's probably my favorite like general property if you get outside of like star wars and marvel um but you know who i think is the most boring character in masters of the universe he-man it's fucking he-man it's he-man he-man is my least favorite character in the whole series but he and but that's also the brilliance of it. like he's supposed to be he's supposed to be like he-man is a guy that's not always around when he does come around as kind of last resort, because Prince Adam has to do that, everybody else is fighting the fight all the time. Buzz off, right. man in arms, you know, like they're all there fighting the fight. They are who they are. They can't do anything about it. And they're the most interesting part. All the weird, colorful, crazy characters around He-Man. He-Man is just a muscle-bound dude with or a sword. Go. That's all he is. And there's nothing wrong with that, but that's all he is. No, I don't disagree. I, I like, like I love He Man. Don't get me wrong, but all of the side characters were my favorites. Right. All of them. You take He Man, you paint him blue, you give him orange hair, you put a sticker on his chest that looks like a real to real tape. He becomes faker and a thousand times more interesting. Totally. And yeah, the, right. the even more interesting is the fact that nobody can look at that He Man and go, "Is that you, He Man?" <laughs> no. In, in the Wait cartoon, a to their credit, in the cartoon, he doesn't have blue skin, but yeah. I always liked, you know, the idea that no, it's blue skin. He just walks in yeah. looking like Faker. It, it is well, me. Well, they did it in Robot He-Man. Chicken, and like he had blue <laughs> yeah. skin and everything, but he wasn't a buzzkill, and he was really cool, and he was fun at the party, so no one cared that, that wasn't really. <laughs> like, he's isn't he like literally wearing a yellow version of Skeletor's armor? Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. definitely. Hey man, you're. You're wearing an awful lot of bones today. <laughs> <laughs> it's the cold. I've got a cold. Yeah, yeah, right. I'm, I'm trying something new. Warm. You know, <laughs> like don't worry. What doesn't it work for me? <laughs> but no, it's uh, what like July 23rd. So like 20 yes, days. God, I'm stoked. So. Yeah, I can't wait. I can't it, wait. It, as long as it doesn't suck, I'll be happy. That's where um, I'm yeah, at. Like He Man. You know, like you were saying, Zach. He Man was my number one thing as a kid, next to GI Joe. Like it was, I was all about two things, GI Joe and He-Man. And I could not be happier about this show. Yeah. I think, I think it I love GI Joe. I love Transformers. I had a lot of it, but no, He-Man was like my go-to. Yeah. Like I don't get me wrong. I liked it all. Like they knew yeah. what they were doing. They were catering to me. Totally. Um, But yeah, no, He-Man for some reason, it just it, like, it hit me right where I lived. I mean, I, none I of them were so sectars. Much. Let's be honest. That was kind of my jam. Well, and everybody knows I sectars. Mean, were there's the, only one. Easily the coolest. There's only one <laughs> JC and the Wheeled Warriors. Well, I was a dino sectars, rider man myself. But, all uh, you need is that fucking, that bug puppet like ride thing that they were on. Yeah, dude. Get that, put that in your fucking He-Man set. Yeah, because it worked. It totally worked. Yeah, it was great, and it, it totally translates. <laughs> All right, Zach, we got to get out of here. We're over time. It is good right, to thanks, talk boys. to you, man. Bye, Zach. Love you. Have Love a good one. Miss Branch, get Peter Parker on the phone. Yes, Mr. Jameson. All right, let's get to these damn voicemails. It's voicemail time in the Ziggurat. Hey, guys. Tony Mathers. Uh, I've been thinking about the Marvel shows, and... So far, honestly, it seems like they're just kind of a major letdown because they seem to just take the toys off the shelf, play with them, and put them back. Like in the case of Scarlet Witch and uh, Falcon Winter Soldier, when you really think about where they began and where they ended, it seems like not that much happened. 
So when you watch the next movie, it's not like you missed that much. And obviously that's by design because they don't know how many people are going to follow them through the shows to the movies and et cetera. But then with that, it just seems kind of like, what's the point of the shows? Also, I must correct a major injustice a few weeks ago when you were talking about the Filipino language. Uh, as an honorary Filipino myself, I, I just train a lot of Filipino martial arts. I hang out with them a lot. It's pronounced Tagalog. Tagalog. Thank you. Our Girl Scout cookies. All right, guys. Have a good weekend. Those are Tagalongs, Tony, <laughs> and I know the difference. But um, thank you, ta- Tagalog. There we go. Um, Tagalog. Tagalog. Yes, yeah, sorry. You did it um, again. <laughs> Yeah, no, I you immediately uh, did it again. <laughs> Tagalog, Tagalog, Tagalog. No, that's, that's interesting. I'm happy to know that. Um, Tony, did you watch the shows? Is my question. Yeah, to you. I disagree. I, I got to fundamentally disagree. I mean, uh, because we know for sure that lots of stuff happened in WandaVision and lots of stuff happened in Cap- Falcon and Winter Soldier, right. which I keep calling Captain America and Winter Soldier. E- exactly. that's what it is. If nothing else, uh, we have a new Captain America, you know, and we have a, we have a US agent. Big. We have a, ma- we have a <laughs> yeah. major new player who may or may not be a villain. Uh, we've got WandaVision is now the uh, most powerful character in the MCU. Probably we've got an evil version of the vision. Like what the f- Tony? Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. I don't know what you mean, man. <laughs> We love you. Thank you for correcting us, but I don't want you mean there. Now we have a rare double voicemail from Tony. So wait a minute. I bet he, I hope he's calling back to say that he was just kidding around about that. Or first that was, call. that may have been a different timeline, Tony too. I don't know. That could have uh, been a variant was, Tony. Uh, variant Tony. Maybe he needs to get pruned. Hey guys, it's Tony Mathers. Lucky for you. Since you skipped last week, you get two voicemails from me this week. Love it. I was thinking about Loki and one thing I haven't heard anyone say is we should have known that the TVA was bullshit from the beginning because there's an entire timeline that exists that does not have a Thanos because the yes. Thanos from the past followed them to the future. So right. there already are multiple timelines in the multiverse, which yep. made me think that I think the sacred timeline is really just like a country. So, like, you know, there's a war, and then people take their land and go home, and then that's their bound, their borders. I think that's what the sacred timeline is, just that borders that were established. And the Avengers time traveling is supposed to happen. I think whoever's in charge, Loki, Kang, whatever, who's behind the timekeepers, couldn't stop the Avengers or wanted them to do what they did to kill Thanos. So, either way, um, also, I, I'm sure you guys pointed this out by now, but... Uh, every show so far has introduced a young Avenger. Yes. Oh, there's oh another God, thing to add to the list of things and, that have happened. Uh, I'll talk to you guys later. So Thank you, Tony. We discussed that earlier, though, but yeah, he's absolutely right. The TVA is bullshit. It's complete bullshit. Yeah, 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 no. Uh, and um, yes, I, and I think, yeah, the idea, it's becoming more and more clear to me, and I'm just waiting, uh, like I'm waiting for them to actually come out and say it, is that the multiverse is real. Mm-hmm. It's out there. And the TVA has been hiding it. They're, they're either actively hiding it or they're only trimming the branches that actively stand in the way of their own agenda. Right. And yeah, because yeah, Tony's right. Not like, and Nate said it as well. Not only did Steve create a new branch when he went back and made a life with Peggy, but Thanos made a new branch when he left his timeline and then died. Yeah. Before he went back, they killed Gamora. Or pardon me, uh, Nebula from that same timeline. Um, the Gamora from that timeline also didn't go back. Yep. So like there, there's just that whole timeline 
is completely boned. Yeah, there's too many problems for there to have been an agency like the TVA to not show up and just go, okay, time out. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You guys, there's, there's like, this is like the train has come off the tracks and it is blocking the interstate and it's on right. fire. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like the, this is not uh, something we can just ignore. Ah, we'll just detour around. And it'll be a, fine. A plane <laughs> had to come in for an emergency landing in the middle of town. Right. You like, know, like it's bad. Like, people are going to notice. <laughs> yeah. This is the yeah. end of Con Air bad. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, oh yeah. Oh yeah. And it wasn't, it was Thanos. His daughters and his entire army. <laughs> yeah. Just like Gonzo, just gone from the time. Right. So there's a whole timeline out there where the Avengers are like, man, are you guys bored? I'm bored. Yeah, maybe. There's nothing going on here. Right. Or there was another we, big bad that they ran up against. I don't know. Or yeah, or yeah, or yeah, maybe. Uh, they're just like, man, remember that thing with those weird stones? Gosh, I wonder whatever happened. We with, didn't with have that time stuff. to talk about that. We got to deal with the armadillo. Let's go. Yeah, Avengers right, assemble. Exactly. You know? <laughs> like, I, I like to I like to think that, that maybe that's the timeline where like all of the um much more traditional comic-centric stuff started to totally. happen. Like yeah. that's where the Richard E. Grant comes from in the ridiculous right. outfit where the, it's the like, Serpent Society of America Loki. was a problem. Yeah, right, like exactly. the wrecker is running around, the, you know, yeah, like, like the serpent society. Right, you, you know, know, like real it's like, shit. Hey, there's a bunch of guys dressed like snakes. Yeah. What's going on here? Yeah. <laughs> totally. Thank you, Tony. <laughs> yeah, the circus of crime is a major the problem. The circus of crime, right? Yeah, the ringmaster. <laughs> totally. Somewhere out there, they somewhere out there they've hypnotized the Hulk and he's dressed like a clown. Oh yeah, it's it's terrifying. All right, let's get to our answers of the week. Uh, you go ahead. Mine is mine was so easy and so obvious. We have yet to get a good Hellboy movie. They've all been bad, and the remakes of the Universal Monster movies have been garbage. They've tanked. They completely died. So why not give us a series of Hellboy movies where he investigates and goes up against the Universal monsters? Fun. It would be so much fun. It, and it. it's right there, you know, and you could even like some of the lesser ones, like I don't need to see a whole Hellboy versus the Invisible Man, but he, you know, he could be in there like with the same time causing problems with the fan of the opera or some shit. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's like, the, it's like, um, you know, it's like how the MCU kind of developed. It's like for five minutes at the beginning of this one movie, sure. Captain America fights Batrock. Right. Exactly. So it, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I just uh, I just wrapped up that Invisible Man case. What's next? Yeah. The Hellboy and the BPRD, like, well, we got to go check out this mummy thing that's going on. I don't know. Uh, there's it's a guy news. that invented a potion that turns him into a rage monster. Yeah. I think we should probably check that out. Huge, like, Hulk-type thing. We're not really sure. It's happening in London right now. Yeah, no, go. I love it. I love it. It'd be uh, awesome. And it, it's like, uh, there's a really ugly guy ringing a bell in a church somewhere. It's like, oh, wait, let's leave him alone. He's just a man. Yeah, like, oh, he's not a, he's not exactly Oh, a I guess that, would have, that was in the past. He's not still. a monster. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, just God, a fucked up be, dude. Leave him alone. Don't be a fucking <laughs> racist, <laughs> Abe Sapien. Now, to be fair, the Hunchback of Notre Dame was a tragedy about that guy. It was like, no, he's not no, a monster. No, it's true. It's true. Yeah, no, the I, people yeah, yeah. were the monsters, Joe. It's true. Yeah, right. Yes, exactly. Yes. Exactly. Wow. It, faced, it forced us to look in the mirror and realize that we are the monsters. We <laughs> yeah. are the walking dead, Joe. We, yeah, right. Thank you. I was just <laughs> waiting for you to say it out loud. Uh, so for me, I've been thinking, and at, at first I struggled because that Batman investigating Jigsaw is so good. Uh, uh, that's such a good idea. Um, 
but it dawned on me like we have a character in comics that's known for making toys that kill people and so i thought about the puppet master versus uh, the puppet master i no i thought about <laughs> toy man uh, versus the puppet master i thought about superman in the child's play franchise but the real villain of the child's play franchise is the toy man and he is making murderous like like nobody knows that he's evil right he is making just like thousands and thousands like i understand that child's play is a whole thing where it's like possessed by the sure spirit of a boy but like imagine a a a a a child's play movie where toy man is actually like manufacturing chuckies by the thousands sure and superman's gotta like i love it i love that idea i would rather see toy man versus the puppet master well, I've never seen Puppet Master, so I sure. guess I don't have a frame of reference agree. for that. But. Gotta agree. It's, the Puppet Master is the Toy Man, only he's not Are like... sure? The right. Puppet Master isn't like the technical genius. The Puppet Master like does magic, you know, evil shit to make his toys come to life with personality and kill people and shit. Uh, a, 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 a joke that I also thought of was Mr. Terrific versus the, uh, tall, the tall man from the Phantasm, because they both have terrific balls. Oh, yeah. That'd be fun. <laughs> Battle of the balls. I like it. Battle, Battle of the balls. <laughs> Mr. Terrific versus Phantasm. Battle of the balls. Yeah. What's that guy's name? He's the tall man. Right? He's the tall man. Yeah, they the call quiet him man. The tall man. Yeah. Yeah. See? Yeah, I know things. He, and like I believe his signature line was "boy." <laughs> he would oh, point wow. and yell at the guy. I love wow. the Phantasm movies. Phantasm was a group of films that had the stones to decide, you know, the good-looking major character guy? Yeah, well, we couldn't re-sign him, so we're going to go with the bald Canadian dude as our main actor for the next four movies. <laughs> and it's great. God, it's hey, great. You know, I you got to go with, you got you to gotta dance with who, who brought you. All right, time for a new question of the week, and it comes courtesy of... The Black Widow movie. They paid us a bunch of money. Yeah, they just backed up a they backed up a big it's truck full of movies and said, "Here you go, guys." There's nothing we won't do for cash. So we want to know about your favorite comic book spies, spy stories. I'll even take spy smashers, even if you want to go that direction. But let's talk espionage. Let's talk spies I and mean, comics. That's anything that's intrigue, like intrigue. Yeah, uh, you know, of course. Like Dominic Fortune is a spy smasher. Yeah, but yeah, that, love that, it. They counts. Absolutely, international espionage. Let's talk about spies and comics. I would argue there's not enough of them out there right now. So, who knows? Well, the Cold War's over, Matt. Yeah. So you know, or is it, Joe? Mm, that we know of the Cold War as we know it is over. We will talk about it next Saturday right here on Cover to Cover. Tune in this Wednesday to hear our Cosmic Longbox edition, where we are talking about power switches, and we'll be back next Saturday, hopefully, to talk about Black Widow with you guys. I've already read all of my Power Switch comics, and let me tell you, three out of four of them are wonderful, (laughs) and one of them made me want to kill myself. (laughs) All right. That just means it's working. You know, like if you can feel it. Yeah, right. Yeah. You that, know. If, if the, you're having suicidal if, thoughts, that means it's working. <laughs> if, the in, if the points on the inside of your outfit are causing you that much discomfort, you're doing it right. Yeah, exactly. All right. We'll be here next week and do it. Thanks to everybody that played along. My name is Matt Baum. My name is Joe Patrick. And this is the Two-Headed Nerd signing off. <laughs>